The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. to go to this passage to start this week off, and I want you to go there, which I know many of you know it off by heart, but I want to start here this week. Psalm 23. Now, while you're going there, I want to refer back to uh, the open vision that I had. I know somebody's going to say, my, he's stuck on it, but when something like that happens, it's pretty overwhelming, and it's very hard not to even talk about it, and it's very hard to talk about it, because it was something that I wasn't even expecting. The Lord invaded my life at 10 minutes past two in the morning, March the 17th. And I've had people come to me say, Pastor, I pray that it happens to me. I said, look, if, if you want to know what's good for you, pray it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> because first of all, you're going to be held responsible for what God tells you and what he gives to you. But what happened, and I tell everybody, it was probably 90 seconds, if that shook me to the core. It still shakes me today. The, the, the thing being that it doesn't matter where I am, it'll happen again. Now, I don't see the fire like I saw. It happened to me on the field Thursday, watching the whole uh, team as they practiced and worshiped. Suddenly, they were clothed in white. So, I don't know how to explain it to you. It's like from that day, there's a mesh of two worlds. And I don't know when it's going to happen. I can't put it on. I can't even switch it off. It'll be the most unlikely places. And then suddenly, I'm in, I'm in heaven. I, I, I see things, as even that song said, you don't see with earthly eyes. So many look with earthly eyes. And it's not even like, you know, I'm going to get up and flow in the gifts of the Spirit. It's got nothing to do with that. I don't even know how to put it. This, it's not just something, you know, I'd, I'd like that to happen here. And there. I don't know when it's going to hit, but when it hits, it's there. And it'd be the most unlikely places. And it shaked me to the core as much as I got shook in the early hours of March, the 17th. <laughs> like... I'll be speechless. I'll start weeping. I don't even know what to do with myself. And I go, oh my God. And then everybody looks at me like I'm crazy, like I'm nuts. I'm not. I see something they didn't see. So, when, when that fire crossed over me, I knew certain things. It was like the whole book of Ephesians. I'm not even going to open to that because it will be until midnight tonight. It exploded on the inside of me. And suddenly I was in heaven where there was no lack. There was nothing to worry about. There was no lack. There was total peace. There was everything that you ever wanted was there. 
And you, there was no question because everything was answered. Which, you know, you, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask the Lord this, this. When you get to heaven, you won't ask anything. <laughs> when you get to heaven, you're not going to ask anything. When you get to heaven, you're going to go, ah, I see. I understand now. So one of the things that was overwhelming to me was when the Lord said to me, he said, the end is not yet. He said, I'm sifting my people. I'm separating the wheat from the tares, the profane from what's holy, the false from what's real, and I'm purifying my bride. Because he said, I'm coming very soon and they're not ready for my coming, but I love them so much that I'm going to get them ready for my coming. So now that whole thing of I love them so much, I actually felt how much he loved them so much, which I realized, I thought I knew how much he loved them, but I realized I didn't know. And if every one of you here today actually knew, you that are watching in your homes, knew how much he loved you, you would never have another worry again. You, there would be nothing to worry about if you knew how much he loved you. Pastor, I know he loves me, but no, you don't understand. Shut up your butt. <laughs> there's no such thing, I know, but. There's no, there's no but. It's you know. If you knew how much he loved you, you would never worry again. You would never concern yourself again. You would never be worried about anything in actual fact, you wouldn't be worried about past, present, or to come. You would just walk in peace. So look at Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I love the Amplified. It says, to feed, guide, and shield me. So we said, I, I, I need to be guided. I, I need to be shielded. Somebody needs to protect me right now. Uh, I, I need food. The Lord is your shepherd to feed God and shield you. He says here, I shall not lack. You know, when you talk about overflow, what do you talk about? Abundant supply. How, how can there be an overflow of debt, which is what people experience? An overflow of anxiety, of worry, of concern. An overflow of bills piling up. An overflow of worry, worry about the future concern about tomorrow because you watch too much television and you watch the news and they're concerned because they trust in themselves. They trust in the arm of the flesh. They rely in the hand of man. But we, the church, we don't trust in the arm of the flesh. The Lord is our shepherd. 
to feed God and shield us, we shall not lack. He makes me lie down. in fresh, tender, green pastures. He leads me beside still and restful waters. It's like he calls you, he says, come here. Come sit over here. Come lie, lie down over here. You say, why? I want to do something to you. I'm going to refresh you. He refreshes and restores my life. Let's take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. If you're visiting with us today, this is joy, which I know has been banned in some churches and some circles. I'm the preacher your mother warned you about. Don't you go down to that river church. Those people get happy over nothing. It's amusing to me as we travel and I shake hands with people in the lines in the different cities. People will walk up to me and say, I remember you when you used to have that joy thing going on. I said, what do you mean joy thing going on? What are you talking about? Yeah, you remember when you used to have the joy? I go, used to? We used to have the joy? Where you been? It never left. It never left. Are you going to do that joy thing here? I don't know. I didn't know it was a joy thing. I just thought it was Jesus, the good shepherd. He restores your life. That's what he's doing to people right now. He's restoring your life. God will set you free from depression, oppression, confusion in your mind. 
he pour in the balm of Gilead and you will leave here changed. No more depression. God will set you free even from the medication that binds you. So I'll just let you know, in the glory of God, as the fire was coming over me, all this was okay. What's happening right now in the service, even though we'll be thrown out of some churches, all this was okay. Somebody said, well, were you doing this at that moment? No, I was weeping. I could hardly even breathe. It took my breath away. I was shaking. Later on, I was like this, but I was beside myself, weeping under the anointing of God. You know, this is very serious today. I know there's some people who would think that the service is being ruined, but the service is not being ruined. The service is ruining whatever the devil was doing and setting people free. It's so wonderful. Now, I haven't even got to my text yet. I'm still headed there. If I may read on. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness and right standing with him, not for my earning it, which most people feel I must go and earn this somehow. How can I earn this? You cannot earn it. It's free. It's on the house. It's on the house. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You cannot pay for it. The only way to get it is to humble yourself to receive it. Not for my earning it, but for his name's sake. Yes, thou walk through the deep sunless valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> Though I walk <laughs> through the deep, sunless valley of the shadow of death. Somebody, do you know where we are? I know. We in the deep, sunless valley of the shadow of death. I know. 
I'm not stupid. But I will fear no evil. Oh, it's easy for you to say that when you're sitting somewhere on some mountain somewhere. Yeah, I walk through the valley of shadow. You're not even in the valley of the shadow. You don't even know what a valley of shadow looks like. It's when you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death that you begin to experience the reality of this. I will fear, I will have no fear, no dread or evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect me, your staff to guide me, and they comfort me. And now this is where I'm trying to get to here. <laughs> you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, Commissioner, when you invited us, we felt that there was a table that was there in the presence of our enemies. If you told me three years ago that would happen, I'd say, impossible. The Lord said, I'm going to prepare a table. Now he doesn't stop there. You anoint my head with oil. And then the Amplified says, my brimming cup, my brimming cup runs over. We talk about overflow. You cannot have overflow if you don't have a cup. You cannot have overflow if the cup is empty. He anoints your head with oil. This is, this is heavenly oil. Not stuff you go by and get some oil for my face. Give oil. This is heavenly oil. It's the oil of joy. It's the oil of, of gladness. It's the oil of joy and gladness. I love that my brimming cup runs over. Between now and next Sunday, not only will you have a new cup, it'll be brimming, it'll be running over, and you're going to be walking in the overflow. Because everything in the natural comes out of the spiritual. Are you with me? And many people, when we begin to talk about overflow, they all gravitate towards the natural stuff. The natural stuff is just matter of course. It'll just 
happen that way. It'll take place. But the real overflow will be in the Brosambre Cotore Bequista. It'll be in the Brambando de Sepe Petelaso. It'll be in the Brambando Rodos Tupracatata, Marinando Erediste, Brunstein, Pateto Sarito, Prando Saka. Now they found, they came in from Germany. Thou shalt not leave this place without the overflow of the Spirit. Because it's the overflow of heaven that's going to carry you. I'll tell you, I feel it's just wrong right now. But I really want it for you. I don't want it for me because I've already got it. But if it keeps happening, I'm going to get more, and then I'm going to get messed up here. So I really want you to have this. Because I don't know when it's going to hit me. It could be on an off moment. Because I get hit outside of the services. <laughs> I know they're going to call us crazy. I understand that. I totally understand that. But we determined years ago not to concern ourselves about what they say. Only concern ourselves about what he says. So let me put it into plain English for you. The Lord really wants you to know how much he loves you today. Really loves you. I'll read the last verse at the end. I want you to just think about these things. It was say feed. Say again, feed, guide, and shield me. The moment you talk about that, everybody thinks it's natural food, natural guidance, and being protected. Those, those are the overflow I'm talking about spiritually feed you, 
spiritually guide you and spiritually shield you. The lying down part. Many people don't want to do that. They want to run around part. That's why he makes you to lie down. So he said, I don't want to fall under the power. Still restful waters. So you can be refreshed and restored. But I love this here which says your rod and your staff. Your rod protects me, your staff guides me, and the two together comfort me. So I'm comforted because his rod and his staff. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. You've heard me say this many times before. People come under attack and they focus on the enemy and they miss the table. Right in the middle of the worst attack will be the table. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Did you know that's the greatest insult you can give your enemy? To sit down at a banquet table and eat in front of them? And not pay any attention to them? And then while you're eating, you know what he's doing? He's anointing. Say this off to me, while I'm eating at the banquet table of the Lord, he's anointing. He's pouring his oil on me. If this was something that man was doing, don't you think of all people that I would be tired of it by now? But I'm not. It's just like the very first time when I was first touched by his presence. I just want everybody to be touched by his presence. I just want him to come and wrap his arms around every person. 
and show them how much he loves them and then pour oil on their head. If he pours oil on your head, you don't be some sorry thing. When he pours oil on your head, your face is going to shine. There's going to be a spring in your step. Regardless of whether the circumstances out there change or not. Because everything starts first in the spirit and then manifests in the natural. This week, a table has been prepared for you. This whole week, every morning and every night, you can come and get saturated and filled to overflowing. I know this pastor said to me, you can't have a church like this. It's impossible to have a church with so much joy like this. You, you can't. You'll have to bring in some depression. In his presence is fullness of joy. Sorry. In his presence is fullness of joy. Father, let this oil flood each person here today into overflow. Because it's when the anointing comes, that's when direction comes. That's when protection comes. That's when deliverance comes. 
That's when provision comes. Don't put the cart before the horse. Everybody wants the benefits. But go to the source. People looking for healing, they go, go to the healer. People looking for provision, go to the provider. People looking for blessing, go to the blesser. It's all in the person of Jesus. When he walks in your room, everything changes. You know, when he walks in the room, everything else goes dim. Goes dim. People, believe me, if it was up to me, I'd zap every single one of you. I can promise you right now without, I wouldn't even, without reservation, I wouldn't even ask the Lord to tone it down, to give you a mild bit, and just smack them, hit them, and you'd be running around for the next 10 years. Oh my God, you won't believe what happened to me. No, because I understand. I can't. But something happens when Jesus walks into the room. It's overflow. It's overflow. You will be considered strange. People will say, they're, they're nice people, but let me tell you. If you meet him, he's probably going to tell you about March the 17th, 10 minutes past two. Just pretend you heard it before.
because he'll go through the whole story again. I'm standing on the field Thursday. They're busy worshiping, practice. I look, everybody's clothed in white. I go, what? Everybody was clothed in white. I took the mic, I said, I know you're just singing here, but you all were just, look, you were just clothed in white. I saw where you, the way he sees. You'll see everything different. So you'll always be strange because you see everything different. People say, I don't know what we're gonna do. This is important. You go, please, what are you talking about? Do you even understand? Do you even comprehend for one moment all that was purchased at Calvary? Do you understand who's on your side? Do you, you understand that he's your good shepherd? Do you understand that he loves you? He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yes, but I still have to go see my psychiatrist. I know that, but I must first go see my psychiatrist. Oh, really? I know that he's my shepherd, but I have to go see my lawyer tomorrow. I know he's my provider, but I need a banker. I need a banker quick. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit you so hard, but I love you. I didn't mean to hit you earlier. Yours was the only head close to me at the time. Two worlds. One is the natural. It always fails. The other is the supernatural. It'll never fail. It's God's realm. Can you say amen? amen? Come on, step up out of the natural into the supernatural. Come on. Come on, this whole week, step up out of the natural into the supernatural. Come on and step into the overflow of heaven. And by next Sunday night, when you leave here, goodness and mercy and unfailing love will follow you through all 
the length of your days, your life. From now to the end of your life, the house of the Lord and his presence is my, that's where I live, that's where I live. No, I don't live in church, but his presence lives in me. And it'll just happen to where it just grows more and more and more and more until eventually you step over because this world becomes nothing to you. It happened to Enoch. Enoch walked with God and then he was not, for God took him. He just got so busy walking with the Lord that he disappeared. He never came back. So he said, what happened to Enoch? Oh, he was just talking to the Lord. Where is he? I don't know. He just disappeared. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just close your eyes and lift your hands and just begin to thank him right now for his presence. The house of the Lord and his presence is my dwelling place. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to bow your heads, if you would, please. You sitting here today and those that are watching in your homes, just clicking through the channels, I want to ask you a question. If today was your last day on the earth, you went home today and put your head on your pillow and went to sleep and never woke up. Where would you go? Where would you spend eternity? I want you to know that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You don't have to go to a devil's hell because 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross, the price was paid and the blood was shed. And just like that old song said, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stain. Today, the power of sin will be broken. The power of guilt and shame will be removed from your life. You might have come one way, but you'll leave another way. You heard what I said, you can't earn it. It's for his sake. Obviously, your sake will benefit. But you have to humble yourself. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about tradition. I'm talking about your heart. Become one with him. He loves you.
He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I'm going to give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come. He's calling you now. Today, he will lift the burdens and destroy every yoke and wash you clean from all sin, from all guilt, and from all shame. Maybe you hear, you say, Pastor, I gave my life to the Lord in days gone by, but I've grown cold. I'm not serving God like I should. I've allowed the things of the world to come in. I lost my first love, that peace, that joy that I once had. There was a time when I was on fire for God, but something happened. Maybe something hidden that no one could see. Pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, anger, lust, the hidden things that clog the heart of man. But today you say, I want it gone. I want it gone from my life. I don't want this anymore. I want to come back. I want to fall in love with Jesus all over again. He says, come. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden. I'm going to give you rest. I love you. Come. Maybe it's not hidden. Maybe it's outward that everyone could see. And so that's made it even worse because the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. And so people even remind you on the anniversary of whatever event took place and you feel, well, what's the use? Everybody knows. But God's a God of a second chance. God's a God of a new beginning. And he says, come unto me. All you that are labor and are heavy laden, I'm going to give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come. Maybe it's a storm that came against your life. The last four years have been storm upon storm. A sudden divorce, a bankruptcy, the loss of a loved one, a sudden illness, the betrayal of a close friend, the loss of a job. Something happened that rocked your world, shook it to the core, took your breath away. The scripture in Acts 3 and 19, I quote it all the time, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out, that the times of refreshing, of recovering from the effects of the heat of reviving with fresh air will come from the presence of the Lord. Today he will revive you. And then maybe you hear, you say, Pastor, I do love the Lord. But the devil's always lying to me, telling me that I'm not saved. But I want to make sure. I want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt. I want to know that I know that I'm a child of God. Remember, God looks at the temperature of the heart. We either hot, lukewarm, or cold. If you fit in any one of these categories, I want to pray with you and for you. You that are watching my way of television, you can lift your hand right in your home. Everybody else here, put your hand up right now. Say, pray for me. I need Jesus. I need him. I want all those with your hand in the air to stand right where you are. Stand, 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 stand. All across the room, every person with your hand in the air, stand, stand. In the balcony, on the main floor, just stand. If you want to be included in the prayer, I'm going to pray right now. Quickly stand with the rest of them right now. If you yeah, that's it right now. People are standing right now. Just go ahead and stand and say yes. Yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. 
I'm going to ask you to come. I want to pray with you for you. Just come from where you are. We'll wait for you from the balcony. Just go out. Come down the stairs. The ushers will help you in. Come stand right here. We're going to pray together right now. Come. To follow Jesus. together you that are watching in your homes you can stand right in front of your television you've not come to man but you've come to the Lord I'm just a messenger I want you to look at me if you mean business with God God means business with you and I've had the privilege of doing this now over 43 years 88 countries people come to me they tell me where it was, where they prayed, and then they tell me the wonderful things that the Lord's done in their life. So to me, this is a very holy moment right here. And we're going to pray. One prayer fits all. I want you to close your eyes and raise your right hand to heaven. That's where your help comes from. And pray this together with me. Believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. Say, Father, I come to you in the precious name of your son, Jesus. 
Lord, you said in your word, if I confess with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior, and I believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, I will be saved. So, Father, right now, I confess Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart right now. Take out the stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. Wash me. Cleanse me. Change me. Fill me. Use me. Let me never be the same again. I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on sin. And I follow you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for shedding your blood for me. Thank you that on the third day you rose for me. And thank you that you're coming back again for me. From this day on, I'll never be the same again. I confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He is my Lord and my Savior. And right now, by faith in the finished work of the cross and by the shed blood of Jesus, I'm saved. Thank you, Lord. Now lift both hands and just thank him right now. Father, I pray that you would be, just would you seal this now. Seal this now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day when we stand before you, let not one of these precious people be missing. Be about them as a wall of fire and raise them up to be mighty men and women of God and use them to impact this generation, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know how much he loves you? Do you know how much he loves you? Huh? Do you know how much he loves you? He loves you, man. All those things that everybody's looking for, God will give that to you and more if you just totally serve him. I'm talking to you. Give me a hand. How old are you? 25. And take the remainder of your life and make it be a sign of the wonder that will shock everybody. Seriously. You say, how can you say that? Because I've met people all over the world that he's done the exact same thing to. And he's no respect to persons. He doesn't choose one over another. So the hungry, 
to the thirsty. Thank the Lord for Richard. Touch him with the same fire that came in my room. It'll come right into his life and flood him now in Jesus' name. I put that on you right now in the name of the Lord. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. I know, man. I know. I know. He knows. He knows everything about you. He knows every cry. He knows all the hard valleys, the, the places you've walked. He knows. He knows it. He's heard your cry. Today is a new day for you. If you just say, yes, Lord, from, that's all he wants. That's all he wants. Come on, it's not just for Richard, for you and you and you and you, you and you. Every one of you here today. And I, and I understand that looking from where you look now, you say it's impossible. How am I ever going to get anywhere? But let me tell you, the moment you hook with Jesus, everything changes. Don't even try to work it out with your head. It's got nothing to do with that. God took me, brought me from Africa and taken me to 88 countries of the world. There was no way in the natural that I could ever do that. So if God can do with me, an African, what's he going to do with you? Yeah. So we'll give him a scholarship to the university if he wants one. If you want, I'll give you a scholarship. Three years, that's all I want. Three years of your life, and then we'll launch you from here. We'll show you exactly what to do. Yeah. Amen. Anybody else want that? I'll give that to you too. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard-Brown or for additional resources, visit Revival.com.